Thank you, uh, <coughs> Rabbi Shuchat, for the warm-up act. So, continuing from where we left off, in uh, the last year, we uh, mainly focused on going through the development of the halacha, of the color brain, since... The Sheilas Yaivitz was first printed in the mid-1700s, and then the Sidretara after him, and then we went through many, many Chashav HaMekairis, both Svarim on Hilchas Nidah, as well as Shalas Hachuvas, uh, from the years following across Eastern Europe, Galicia, Hungary, Ukraine, Lita, and we're not going to recap everything again. And what we could say is that there was clearly no ungenomina, well-known psak on the topic, and of course, beyond that, we also got a little bit into the Shakta Vataya, the back and forth. <clears throat> what we did see, ultimately, is that what the Yaivitz and then the Sidretara said was accepted by some of the Paiskim with the passage of time, and that this opinion uh, really, really took off and was accepted by many more Paiskim and Merehera, which, nothing wrong with that, as we said, until, by now it's become almost the most obvious thing in the world. Everyone knows. Maris, Messiah, although, as we saw, it's really from essentially the last 100 years or so. You didn't mention anybody from Russia, right? Like, they were from Russia. Yeah, Lita, Russia. Right, and we, and we see, I quoted it from Lita Gavril at the end last time, that the way the stereotype, at least here in America, was is that everyone but the Hungarians are Mahmer and the Hungarians are Mako. As we saw from the Svarim themselves, it's not so binary, but uh, that's sort of what the Gas says. That all the Russian Rav are it's, it's clearly, again, even he says, oh, you heard this Russian Rav, maybe it was Mako. So it's not 100%, uh, you can't just draw a map and say geographically it breaks down perfectly like this. But... I don't know if there's a, you know, we quoted Chachmas Adam, is he Russia? Is there Akashoch in Russia? I have to start looking at the maps. They're all in that area. So, in this share, I'd like to go through the new times, new arguments that have really been brought up in the last few decades against the whole sack, the whole hetter of the color brown. Dafka based on the earlier Makaida, Dafka based on the, what the real Kavana of Chazal and Yishayinim was. But before I get to that, there are just a few smaller points uh, that I would like to make to add to what we discussed last time. So number one, the Tzemach Tzedek. We mentioned that there's some kind of discussion regarding what the Tzemach Tzedek holds. So first of all, we have the Piskei Dinim printed in the Tzemach Tzedek. We've already mentioned that already back then. And certainly now, it's more or less been established that these are not, in fact, from the Tzemach Tzedek, anything that's written in a format of Piske Dinim, Se'ifim. It was by a uh, chassid, someone from uh, Adas Chassid Chabad, but the fact that it was printed in Tzemach Tzedek, of course, gives it extra chashivas. So if you look in Tzemach Tzedek, Taka, the Sif about the Zion Samanim, we quoted it at the time and we're going through that. Well, he says, Yesh Mishoimer, that the Nashim have Samanim, the Shilti Gibayim, the Beragaila, the Yesh Mefakbekin, some say not, Varshmul. So the, the, literally the next sentence is, Kasamanetel Shachar and Shachar Mamesh, Yesh Lahakalbay. 
Kim Dalaki Suri Dairai Sala Dirabana, if it's only Noitala Shachar, Mikol Shikain, Amara Noitala Tseva Brain, Shukain, Klipas Armoinim, Uchamashka Akava. Now, this essentially is copying and pasting the Lashin of the Sidre Tara, but we mentioned last time there's two Shtiklach in the Sidre Tara. One in Simikuf Peches, which is the main place where this is discussed, and it applies to everything. And then again in Simikuf Sadik, where the context is Ksamim specifically, and Dafka, that line in the Sidre Tara in Simikuf Sadik isn't so clear. Because it implies maybe only Ksamim, and in fact, there were some who wanted to argue that maybe the Sitri Tara changed his mind, and from Simic of Tzadik, he only, you see, he only holds this Din Lagabi Ksamim. And even though that's not the mainstream understanding when we talk about the Shit of the Sitri Tara, but here in the Piske Dinim, we have, we only have him quoting the Lushan from Simic of Tzadik, we don't have his Simic of Pechas. So it would seem that when, we're, when that's all we have from the Piske Dinim, it's difficult to say that we could know what he would have said in Simon Kufpechas, one way or the other. We have seen a Chreidim that were only Mekel and Ksamim, and not in uh, Bedikas. And the main child, of course, is Bedikas. So we have this Piskadin and Semach Tzadak, but the information we have from it is limited. He quotes the Lashon of the Sajitara, that Kol but the context is Kesem. So... Another marker people point to is that in the Shut Tzemach Tzedek, as we know, it was all printed after the passing of the Tzemach Tzedek, and there were Rabbani Chabad who were involved in preparing it for print, and printing it, editing it. So one of the things they included were Mavteiches to the Tshuvas. And by Mavteiches we mean that there's a paragraph for each Tshuva where they summarize the Tshuva B'Kitzer. And sometimes you'll find small horrors that they added on their own. So in Shut Tzemach Tzedek, there's a Tshuva, about the Chlal, the Midas Tameim, and the Mishnah. We're actually going to touch on that later. So in the Mavteiches, there's a Hora in brackets. Mashakasav Asadjaitara, it's all in Ashatavis, but the Mashakasav Asadjaitara, B'Shem, Matsasi Kasav, the Kain Hu, B'Pischei Tshuva, B'Shem, She'elas Yaivitz, Tzarech Iyam. So they seem to be alluding to this. Of course, what's, this, what's, what's the Matsasi Kasa? Obviously, it's this. Tzarechian. So what, what are they trying to say? What's the Tzarechian? Pashtos, like all the early Achreinim who asked questions on it, the question was that we're machmer in every shade of black. So even if you say, like the Sidri Tara says, B'Shem and Tzasi Kasa, back, back to the Yavitz, that Deya the Shachar, all the Achreinim asked, how does Deya the Shachar help anything? That's... Presumably the reason why they wrote Sarachi in the context is they're referring to the Alter Rebbe there in Sif Beis about Shachar and the Rebetah Mekol Mada Shachar and then they're saying Mashakasu, Sajitara, etc. Sarachi. So it seems like these Rabbani Chabad at least are being knighted to be Machmer. They're, being, they're, they're asking Akasha on the Sudritara based on the Alter Rebbe. And uh, Rabbi Avishid brings this in his uh, treatment of this in Machin Michal, and he's Mitzayan that Rav Brain already was, you know, referred to this in his Haskama to Shmira Satara by Rabbi Gadasi. That's where Rabbi Brain has a good two pages in his unique style going through a lot of these in Yanim. So he's Mitzayan to this there. So that's a point that's a, a point in the uh, on the other column. There's also a chuva from the Tzemach Tzedek and Simon Kuf Ches about a woman who uh, her maris were kemeit slias basar. 
whole discussion, to be mekel b'dyeved, otherwise, not fully clear what we can take from that, but that's also somewhat relevant. But there's another interesting mark on the Samach Tzedek that people only paid attention to in recent years. And that is, sorry, So there's another uh, marker, interesting marker in the Semach people only noticed recently. And that is the Dafkin Erechaim and Simon Tazvav. There's a discussion in the Semach regarding the, the ink, the black ink for writing Stam. And in the middle of that discussion, the Semach Tzedek says, Gabi Dam Nida, Sheach Shereim Bekim Bemaris, Umetamen Av Deya Deshachar, Im Kolze Metarin Green Ubloi, I am here today, Simon Kuf Bechas. So the Semach Tzedek seems to casually mention in the context of a discussion of G.I. that when it comes to Nidah, all these other colors are not associated with black. So Rabbi Shid writes that all of Brian talking at Semaskam, he announced to the world that this Metziah that he found it's a nice marker to say to you that we talk or we hold to be mekel. If you look in the Askama, our brain brings that there's a Madura Kama of the Tshuva that was printed in the Miluim, where it seems to say it even more clearly. However, Yeshla Har, Rabbi Yavishid says, If you, if you accept this as a good marker, then the context there, Dafka seems to be not just Ksamim, but everything. Any Re'iya whatsoever sounds very good. But Yesh Lahayr, that Saif Kol Saif, the context is a totally different context. It's not, uh, not being Isaac in Hechaz Nidah, being Isaac in uh, ink. And uh, he wants to be Machmer by ink. He wants to say that every other color is not good enough for black ink. Can you say, Mamash, that you can uh, be matter and Isr Chomer by Nida based on a discussion over there? Oh, so, Koshal Achriya can't say necessarily that this is, you know, a slam dunk, open and shut. Okay, that's the discussion on the Tzemach Tzadik. Tzemach Tzadik sounds like the argument for the Yavitz. You say you can't be a Mishapat. No, he's saying, even if, no. Okay, the Yavitz himself, there's different ways of reading it. He's, he's saying, he says, we're Matama Deya Deshachar, Im Lashon though is imkolze metarin, including kamara broin. Alma dein sheyach and afilu ladei deshacher. In the Yavetz you have two conflicting sentences. You have one sentence where it says dei deshacher is tahar, and another sentence he says it's not even dei the dei. So the way that Tzemach Tzedek is presenting it is it's taken not dei deshacher, and that's why it's tar. Kamara broin is tar. It's taken not even closely related to blood. That's the Tzemach Tzedek. Um, there are many other achreinim that we could uh, discuss. Obviously, we don't have time for everything. There was just one akuda and one of the achreinim that I thought was gishmak to mention. The Shut Yad Yitzchak, Chayel Gimel Sim Kuf Memhei, was printed in 1908. Rav Yitzchak Glick, a Rav in Hungary. He makes the point, he says, we have red, we have black, and we have this brown, it's essentially in the middle. And as we said, scientifically, it has some red, it has some black. Uh, surely you see Nachreinim, they're not sure. Is it red? Is it black? So he says, Why is it black, Tommy? Gemara says, Hi, Shachar, Ademu, Shalaka. Says, Do you think red just turns into black like this? 
there's probably some kind of uh, process. The red slowly turns into black. What do you think the red looks like when it's halfway between red and black? Bashtos, that would be brown. So you know, tava it happens gradually. So you're telling me that the whole part is that red becomes black. So new, what do you think uh, brown is? Red, brown is red, turning into black. So Ebazai, certainly you can't be makele on it. And he says in Trefus we say, if we see that it's on track to become problematic, so surely uh, you say that it's a problem right now. Stop, like a shmak of art. Of course, everything can be uh, debated. Please talk one of the machminim. Not saying it has to, we're just saying that if red can become black, so Koshkan can become brown. Saying black is further away from red. You're telling me that black is, which is so far away from red, is alpha became a maratame, so for sure brown is a lot closer to, to red. We're not talking about an actual Mara transforming into black before us. We're talking about shachar is that it turned into black inside the woman. So, and then it emerges as shachar. So brown means it emerged from the woman somewhere in the, in the middle. Uh, just to address, one more point to address is how this psaq spread. So we already mentioned that in Yisrael, the Taplikarov came from Ukraine and he had a lot of uh, big impact on many of the big uh, in Yerushalayim. Uh, with regards to America, I just want to quote from a sefer called Siyune Tara. The author was Rabin Sinyakabavitz of Bnei Brak. He was a Satmer Chassid. He passed away 10 years ago. And uh, this is a big chibur, multi volume uh, work on Nidav. It was printed in the last 20, 30 years. So when he goes to this Inyan, after he summarizes the Shittis, he gets a little tripped up on you know, why are we talk of being Mekel. And, uh, and he says, check out this, the, the Sefer Mishnas Yaakov. Mishnas Yaakov is Rabbi Yaakov Leibovich. He's known in those circles, in Hungarian circles, as the Kapisharov. And apparently he was one of the heads of Esachtos. So a lot of people quote him, including the Tarek Halacha, or Farkash quotes him, So you see, he's on the record saying, I think he wrote this in the Chafs, He's like attesting to the fact that Pashto Hayra, he witnessed the, uh, the, the Psak change, the shift. So Yakubovich and Sunitara says, what, what does he mean, Pashto Hayra? So he says, what I think he means is, is that when people came to America, when Yireh Hashem started settling here, it could be as late as the 40s and 50s, and they had Shilas and Brain, originally there must have still been Marehirais that were being Machmer, but slowly, slowly when they saw how many Shilas there are for so many women, and to be Machmer would cause real problems for uh, husbands and wives, so they must have reached the Maskana that we have to use Kaychad De'atayra here. So that's what Tai Chazayin, that's what the Kapashirov meant. Interestingly, there are still Paiskim even today, uh, at least the way they write is Lachmer, so the Shevet Alevi, in a few places in his Chuvas and Chela Gimel, Kuv he says, We know this, Jetara. The Arach HaShulchan says, Chalil Lahachmer. He says, Vihifrus Bilshayna. The Arach HaShulchan's getting carried away. It could be Mekel, it's Sayrach, because the Arach Gdailam, it's Taitim Hamakilim, but Mekel Makim, the Shevet Alevi says, or Vosner, but Yom Marishayim Shalanakim, the Chaim Biyam Shasamach Lavesas Mamish, 
Tzarech li'zar tuva, we should be nizar. Why, uh, why chalila hachmer? Unless there's a problem, unless they mamish can't be matar. So it all depends on the ois eni amayra. That's the Shevet Alevi, the way he's writing about it. And again, Chelek Dal, Simon Kuf Gimel, he says, I already said in Chelek Gimel, Da'adover naita yaisar le'isar milahatayra. If I, he had to describe it, it's more asr than mutter, and le tzayrach. And the dinner, many gudaylam are machmer, so derech re'iyah, or eid ha'badok re'il ha'achmer, unless a woman has a problem. Ritzik Avriel, he writes, Kibalti, from Shmuel Vosner, that when he started off in Bnei Brak, he was very makel and brain, maybe under the influence tack of the Tapakarov, because I think sometimes he's counted among the Talmudim. But he says, after a while, Nizbaterloi, after a lot of experience, that it really is just regular blood. And especially when the Vestus is about to arrive, sometimes it's presaged by these Maris. So you have to be careful. Look in Shirdi Shevra Levi also in Simkuf Peches, also written in this vein. And it seems like there is at least some movement among some of the Litvish, Gadoylam, Paiskim, even now, to be more stringent. Even those who are Takamatir, Bapayal Mamish, they don't always write. <laughs> you know, the way they write it in the Sefer, they make it sound a lot more uh, problematic, which is interesting. And Lukhaira, this just goes to underscore what we said, which is that the whole Indian is not very Pashan at all. And otherwise, you would see those who are being Matir, they should be uh, emphasizing how unbelievably obvious it is. That's not how they're writing about it. They're saying, huh? So, does that mean that if someone Taka sees that it's not a big problem, it's not like, oh, Kashali Tahir, it's just uh, another day or two, Mamrzagan. Ken Garzayin could very well be that maybe there's a good basis for someone to be uh, personally more machmer, but everyone has to, of course, reach their own decisions, their own discussions with their own rov. One final thing, Rabbani Chabad today, so if you look in Tarek HaLocha, after Parag Vav, there's a Nisbach, Bedine Maris Hadamim, so in the Haaretz, he brings Bekitzer, a portion of the Mar Makremis we discussed. And the Pneum, he writes, Yesha Tiharu, Vyesha Daitum Lahachmir, Vyesha Chriu Lahachmir, by Deiraisa, Babdiko, Bikinuach, Ulahako, by Dirabanan. And anyway, he goes on to say, you need Havchano Bikiyas Rabba to tell the Browns apart. The warning about not passing yourself is Kfulam Chabos, that's the way he writes it in the Sefer. Doesn't mean that Papel Mama, she's more makeup. You look at our brains as skama. Right when you after you quote the Tzemach Tzedek, so he says, so you see from here that it should also be bedikus, not just ksamim. Udeleika machmirim mizah v'chein kibalnu b'shimish chachamim. And uh, I told, he says, I told other matzim and abanei anash, and they accepted it. So that's the way he phrases it. And he also goes on to say how careful you have to be not to make mistakes. The way Rabbi Avishud writes it is when he got shimish tamid chachamim. So he's from France. So he says, he was Makabal Lamaisa to be Machmer more in Hafsaktara. And he says, Rav Hill Pavzin Olav Shalom told him to be Machmer in Hafsaktara, that it should be glot, quote unquote, as much as possible. And certainly if it's a deep brown. He says, and that's the same uh, that he's got from all the other Moidim that he's Makabal from. And to be Makal in all browns and other Badikas as long as there's talk of no redness. Which he, which he says is a little more stringent than Kama Merabane Anash that are Mekel Elagamra even by Hafsiktara. Well, so that's the question. So he's saying some Rabbani Anash 
are make Kulagam Reiven Hafsaktara. He was Mikal from Hillel Pavsner and other Rabbanim that at least the Hafsaktara to, to be Machman. And he's still made by the first three days. Yeah. Right. So are the, we mentioned last time there's some that make those Chalukim. Yeah. And he points out that sometimes, this as we mentioned a few times, that sometimes even the Svarim that say to be Machmer, when you meet them in person and you get Shemush, they're singing a different tune. So uh, you just to keep that in mind. But he, then he concludes, he says, You see, it's. The Paiskim are arguing. He says, in his opinion, Ramachmer for deep brown for Afsektara. Shar Badikis Ramekel, but you still have to be very careful. And he says, You do all that, Rabbi Marlo, Besaif Yamov, he was Machmer more, he started being Machmer more in brown, because he also discovered, you know, lots of stories like this, for some reason the Rav suddenly discovered that uh, some of those browns were just uh, dry blood. Okay. So we're going to have to leave it at that. So now to move on to the other topic. So if we had to sum up, Right, so even though the, the, the Yaakov Emden and the Siddhartha weren't so clear, and there's some who understood that they were saying that the Hatter is that it is the, the Shachar, and they said, how does that work? Why should it be Mutter for that reason? Some would still try to explain it. There are those who also said that it's Bechlau Red, what are you talking about? So, what is the aside? What is the main? If you had to describe, why are we Matter? So, we already saw the Voshemart, I mentioned the idea that you could treat it as its own color. It's not, it's not red, it's not black. The, 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 the brown coffee, look at it, you don't see black, you don't see brown. It feels like it's its own color. Even though he was Gerard the Machmer himself, but he mentions this idea, and that's how, that's the Mahalach of how the Ramazber, even the back of Andun himself, was not so clear. Rabbi Avishid, that's his Halarichas, to explain this Yesoid. And we can answer the friend for the Shulchan Aruch as well. Shulchan Aruch said, only, only love and Vyarek. Okay, but Saif Kosoyf, the Bishayasif and others, they say that doesn't mean only, it means anything that's not, has a, that's no shaykhist to red. In our opinion, this is no shaykhist to red. <clears throat> but this leads us to the counter argument, which is, you tell me that it's a different color. Those who want to argue that historically it's not true, right? The idea that we mentioned that there were once four colors black and white, red and yellow-green. We already got into that a bit last time about colors and names and languages and history. And so the argument would be that according to Chazal and the Rishonim, it was always included in red. And the half a minute to say otherwise could only have come up in the last few hundred years. So this is something, this is an argument that's only come up in the last couple of decades. Some Barichas, some Shorter, some more Lepupula, some Takaminat, so I want to focus the dogma on one of the people making this argument, and that is Rabbi Yirmiya Cohen. He's described as the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivas Ur Yakar in Svas. He's one of the characters in Svas. He's actually a little notorious that he, uh, he wrote a contrast against Breslov a couple of years ago. He got everybody upset at him. And then uh, Rabbi Bistritsky came out and said, oh, now you're upset at him. He's been speaking against Chabad uh, before. You know, you shouldn't be surprised. So, definitely interesting character. Uh, not afraid to cause uh, controversy. So he has a contrast that's 130 pages long to explain why it's all one big, huge mistake. So I'm going to be masakim his argument. Right, so in the Mishnah, it says, So he starts off by making the point 
that the, what the Mishnah means is there are completely different varieties of reds. And it's not like if you just water down this red, you'll get to that red. They're not all just on the same spectrum. Not different shades of the same thing. And he goes through Shaklavataria, Gemaras, Yishayinim. Our Hashulchan touches on this. Our Hashulchan says, Yesus Nidalaymer, the Nidalaymer, the Kol Eilum Nidam, Himadregas Chalukas Lagamni Zamizeh, Loishazay Yesus Adam Mizabayimik, it's a Menacher. Before him, the Chachmas Adam also said, Nidalishayin, Ninyadal Maris Halalu, Zelamaylamizeh, Kolach Vachadish Tzavav Neatzmai. And he starts mentioning the four reds that the Seichrim of his time already used in their business. And then he points out that this is actually the Tzemach Tzedek. That Tzemach Tzedek we mentioned earlier, the Mavteches, uh, with that little Ha'ara there. So, Tzemach Kuf Chav Dalet. So what, what does the Tzemach Tzedek say there? He starts off, well, we'll get to the question later, but at the end of the Tshuva, the Tzemach Tzedek says, you can't say that it's all just one, you know, range of red, that just one is redder than the next. Because then, how can you say, Amaik of each one is Tameh, and the Deha of each one is Tahar, if they're all in the same range. The, the Deha of this is the Amaik of the next one. So is it the Deha of the, the top one and it's Tahar, or is it the Amaik of the next one and it's Tameh? So obviously you have to say that the Deha Levada, Tzorech Leima, Sha'adal, Maras, Lalom, Levad, Hashinuim, Sheish, B'neim, Ba'flagas, O'edem, O'edzai, Seishini, B'neim, Ba'eichos, Umehus, Ad, Mumis. So Ba'zai, Meme Adomo and Yayin Amozog could be two different things. Okay, so if we assume that uh, they're different, we, still, we can still ask which one is stronger and weaker than, you know, even different reds. Different reds are stronger and weaker than each other. Is it the order of the Mishnah or a different order? And we'll see that Samasadik himself discusses that, and Samasadik has a suffix a little bit about the Yayin. The Yayin is at the end. Does that mean it's the weakest? Because in other Makayas, it sounds like wine is stronger. So this Rabbi Cohen found the Metziah in Rabbi Saja Goyen in his Pirush and Sefer Yitzirah, of all places. And Rabbi Saja Goyen writes there that we have colors, so even when you have two separate colors, there's always a mamutza between the two. And he writes, There's a mara that's between the Tseva HaDoma and the Tseva HaKarkoim. And there's between the Tseva HaKarkoim and the Tseva HaYayin. And between the Yayin and the Odin, and between the Odin and the Shacher. And because we can't really tell them apart so well, so we're matama, everything in between. So it sounds like from here, that red is the strongest, is the strongest, then comes wine, then comes karkam, and the weakest, it would seem, is the tzavaha dama. And then we can say that the meme tilson and the basar tzali b'shama is machmer b'sil is mekel. Now we include it, we should him say, now we also are matame, they must be even weaker. And in fact, there's Yerushalmi that says that the reason why Bishami were Matame, those things, is because they're similar to Meme Adama. So, ah, it fits, makes, it fits nicely to say that they're even weaker than the weakest one of the Maris Atmeim. Of course, this is all a much greater Arichas there. Also, he has to explain why the mission is in a different order, Abazai. He says, Abazai, Da Adam is Dama Maka, as the Ramam describes, Taka in Mishnah Taira, that you want to check, when you want to compare, so you take. The first spurt of blood, when you do bloodletting and you put that in a kois, he says if you do that, it's a very, very dark red, it's almost close to black. And then, Yayin Amazag, it's hard to know, like we said, it's the end of the Mishnah, Rabbi Sajigayin listed it after the red. 
It's also hard to know what wine are we talking about. Chlal, the wine back then seemed to have been stronger. The Chazala being Moizigit today, we're not Moizigliyayin. So maybe, he says, maybe just like the strength today seems to be weaker, so maybe the color as well, hard to know. Maybe we wouldn't have to add any water today to get the color of wine. Karkoi, bunch of Yishayinim say Karkoi is always saffron, the spice. And Memi Adama, we'll get to, he did his research. Tilson is fenugreek, and that and, and Basut Salui are the weakest and most similar to Memi Adama. Then he asks, could it, could it be that there are other shades of red that are so different that we would never have a Suffolk, but we're matama them anyway because we don't want to start uh, making chilukim. So he says, that's essentially the Tzemach question. Tzemach Tzedek's question there was, That it's Tomei, is that we're talking not sure, anything we see, maybe it's one of the Maris, or it's the Dea, or, and therefore it's Dea Isa, or there's some things that we talk have no shail about, but we're machmirim Dea Chumra. So he quotes from the Tzemach Tzedek in the middle, the Tzemach Tzedek says, the Rashi says that if you put too much water in the wine, if you're moizig it too much, so then it, that would be like a maratar. So it says, Abazai, says, following that logic, we should be able to create a maratar ourselves. We don't know exactly which wine, but let's get our wine. And the wine, the Tzemach says, we have Yain Anikar France. He says, which presumably is French wine, is that a lot less red than Fontec. That's what he calls it. So let's take the weakest one, the France, and then pour a lot of water into it. And at some point, we're going to reach a state where we're going to say, this can't be included in what Chazal meant when they said, especially if you consider it to be the weakest one on the list, this is the, it's at the end of the Mishnah. And Abazai, now what about that matter? You're going to tell me that we're still being machmer in that matter because I'm not sure? It can't be. I, I watered it down so much. So Muslim Zag and Taka, that there are some things that are not an Isidaris, huh? but we're still machmer. Although after that, Tzemach Tzedek then said that's all according to the assumption that uh, they're all one range. Once you say that they're different, unclear what the maskan is. From there, Rabbi Kohen gets to the famous Alter Rebbe in Kuf Bechesev Beis, that the Alter Rebbe says, Ach, shuv she'enu nubikim, gzeres hachama achreni mechach me'agamara, gzeres hagoinim she'achra agamara, one or the other. So he actually goes to research. He says, when, could we try to, could we actually pinpoint when this started, that we're talking about Machmer? Because the Gemara doesn't mention this Gzeda. The Gemara says, different Amiraim didn't want, doesn't know Gzeda. We showed him right, so he says, he started going through, Sheiltis, Bahag, Rasag, Chivasagoyim, even to the Rif. He says, you could see that it seems like they're getting less and less familiar, but no one actually ever comes out and says, there's a Gzeda across the board. The earliest is essentially the Eshkel, the Rambam, the Ravid. So he says it seems that it was a bit of an evolution, that as time went on, they got less and less confident. Rapsaji Gordon is already saying that we're and all the Maris that are in the middle of this range. doesn't mean that there are other Maris that might be totally different. That might still be Tahar in his time. And then by the time you get to the Yishayinim, it became so ungenomen that they treat it like Xeda. Explains what's the reason. Two things. Number one, Probably over time, it became hard to identify exactly what the Maras and the Mishnah are. He quotes Maram Rottenberg that says that the of Troy we used to ask for even white stains because one of the reasons is the We don't know exactly what Maybe everything is uh, that Mara that's Tomei. 
Of course, the Maaser were not Machmer that much, but uh-huh. you, have, you have this sheet in some uh, some Mishnah and Ashkenaz. But it's interesting what he's saying. We don't even know what Mary Basar Tzali is. And the second point is that already at the time of the Mirim, we see how difficult it was to fully master all the differences. So that just uh, intensified. And uh, he adds that it's not just every Mara isn't even just one thing. Each Mara could have a range within itself, a range of Adama, a range of Karkoim. And yeah, it's also pushed hard. According to that, you have to, you have to actually check. You have to have some Karkoim, you have to have some Dam, you have to have all these things, and you're supposed to compare the Maras to that. What's well, hard to obtain, if you're not sure exactly. So, it seems that there were some things they knew were not Taka, really a Suffolk Deiraisa, but they still answered it, just to make sure that there's no confusion. Then he gets to Brown. And he gives the whole Akdama again about history and language and names, and uh, how all the new words in Hebrew, all the names for colors, um, they're taking essentially, they're taking things that used to be included in other colors, and they're saying it's no longer overlapping, Green is green, yellow is yellow, what's yellow isn't green, what's green isn't yellow, that wasn't the way it was before, and that's what we're accomplishing now. So, so for example, the grays. There was no word for gray. They took the word afar, uh, sorry, afar, and they turned it into afar. But, well, until, until then, what happened? The very faint grays were considered whites, and the very dark grays were considered blacks, and then something in the middle, you might find them say, bein shachar lalavon, or loy shachar lalavon. So Yabazai says if brown is also a new thing, so Yabazai, the browns were just divided among the other colors. The really yellow ones were yellow. The really red ones were red. It's not like they had no name. They were included in the other ones. And now this name is taking them away from there, and now they have only this name. He says, we know brown is a recent term in German. He claims 500 years ago, maybe it's a little bit more. We see, we see Rishonim never mention this word. They mention all kinds of other words in German. You know, gel and green and bloy. They don't mention brain. So, until the Achreinim. Achreinim start mentioning it. So, he says, it's interesting, Zayar. The Zayar talks about Chachmas Apartzof. And part of the Chachmas Apartzof includes the hair. And it says, there's Lovan, Adam, Yorik, and Shachar. And now it's Kinegad, Chasik, Vurit, Tefaris, Amachos, Dal, Reis, Hashem, Vaiter, you keep on seeing, there are many other examples like this, but you keep on seeing the four colors. Obviously, people have brown hair. Where is the brown hair included in the Zayar? Obviously, in either the yellow or the red. The big example is the Paraduma. You ask people, what's a Paraduma? So you think, a picture a bright red cow. And that's why it's so rare, because no one ever saw a bright red cow. It says, no, it's not the Pshat. The Pshat is, it's a brown cow. Many cows have spots. You're looking for a pure brown cow. The Gemara says, Because even two black hairs, two white hairs, that's very hard to find. If you look at brown cows, you'll see they also have some other hair. That's what makes it hard to find. But because we're already, in, our, in the last 400 years, brown and red completely split, so now we're getting confused. There's also, there's Rashi, Rashi says, Stam susam adumim heim. A chamur is black and susam are adumim. You ever saw a bright red horse? Obviously, brown horses, the, stand, the standard color of horses is, is included in adumim, etc. He says, there's a ramak that says adama is because it's madima mikayach adin. Stam adama, there's no red adama. So, Yabazai, oh, but what about what we consider to be like pure brown, which is, in our, to our eyes, not red? He says, 
that that's also included in red, because it has to go somewhere. And uh, it's, it's too far away from yellow. Muslim Zagin, that Stam Brown Amal, was also considered to be red. Not like the horses. All these horses, all these animals, they're not bright red. They're pretty uh, even brown. And that, yet that itself is called red. So that's the argument he wants. And that explains why none of the Rishonim ever spoke about it. Where were they this whole time? Well, my Taka didn't exist. They understood that it was a part of red. The question only arose once the word brown really set in, settled in. Two more, two more minutes. His main punchline is that he went and checked what the mission is talking about. Specifically, Meme Adama. So Meme Adama, the Gemara says, where do you go? The Gemara says different places. Bikas Beis Karem. Kiva says, Bikas Yodafat. Yesi says, Bikas Sichni. Shimon says, Bikas Ginoisar. He says, we can try to figure out where these places are. Some places are, easy, are easier than others. You can't always trust. Sometimes the name in Arabic seems to uh, capture the original name. It preserves the original name, but you can't always trust it. So there's a place called Majad al-Karum. That sounds, that's Bikas Kerem in, uh, in Arabic. Okay, maybe that's a little uh, iffier. But he says, Sikhni, we have a Kfar Sikhnin. Makes sense that it's there. Yodafat, Yosef Matisyo, Josephus, his whole career was, when he was still a general or a, a military leader, was near Yodafat. He speaks about it a lot. He describes the mountains, the hills. He describes the whole scene, the scenery. We can identify where it is. He also describes Bikas Ginoi Sardafka, and he describes exactly how to find it. It's easier to find. So he says, the de la Chuka. Aitaka wanted to get to the bottom of this. Aitaka went to all these places, and I collected a lot of samples, 40 samples of, of earth, and put it in water. And he said, all of these, Atzada Shava, is that none of, you would not describe any of these as having a red hue. There's no redness there. Pretty much brown earth, the way you imagine earth. Since there are slight differences between these valleys, not that much of a difference. He said he spoke to researchers, geologists. Could it be that the earth changed so dramatically in the last 1,500 years? I mean, Gemara Chazal, 1,500 years ago. They said, yeah, we know that you know, things uh, accumulate, layers of earth accumulate, but no, based on the amount of time that elapsed and based on the conditions, no, that, especially, he says, he went to where there was construction, where they were digging into the ground, so he took earth from inside the ground, not just from the surface. So no. And if he is home of Reb that it's the talk of the last one in the Mishnah. Ah, oh, so it makes sense. The Mishnah is going from very red, fainter and fainter and fainter, and the final red in the Mishnah is Bechlau, what we call brown. That's the Mami Adama. And now you take the Bussard Sully, which is even weaker than that. So he says, oh, we can try that also. So he says, he put up a roast, and he captured all, everything that dripped out of it from the beginning till the end. When it finished dripping, it was uh, a mix of colors. Once he stirred the whole thing and it settled, Taka looked kamat like Meme Adama. It was lahafli how similar it was to Meme Adama. And then uh, he says he took maris that he knew were blood and they, they started off as red and they dried to brown. And he looked, oh, and Taka looked very similar to these shades, so it all stems very nicely. And so his argument is as well. Part of his argument is, is that it can't be that if it starts off as one thing and turns into something else, that it would turn from a mara tome to tahar so easily. So Muslim Zagan, that even a plain brown is uh, a mara tome. Of course, the Meir that the Paskin, they say that you could tell the difference. 
part of what he's arguing, I guess, is that you can't really tell the difference. There's also a video of his on YouTube. For those who are interested, you look it up on, online. Ashkecham Yayin. And there's a video of him with Karkoim and Meme Adama. Um, so his maskara taka is Lahachmir Meikar Hadin. And he even got some maskamas from Litvish Velt. And there's even an article on Bechadri Haredim about the Shturim that he made and how the Chivas von Hagas from Moshe Sternbach seems to Mamash fully agree with him. And in Chelek Zion, he quotes his contras like Takala Halacha. How are you going to fend for it? The way to fend for it is that no, all the Browns in the Gemara are Browns that are not allowed to Brown that has no Admimus is not red. That's what you're going to have to say. There's no. Clear cut, uh, the Adama, no, Muslims arguing that it's not uh, the Adama that he thought, it's, it's something rather than that, it was red Adama. Anyway, it's a very interesting discussion, and it's interesting to see that there are Mamish people who want to make this argument, and especially considering how it, the din, as we saw, is fairly a fairly recent psak and halacha, and the final installment of Mir Sashem will talk about those who started a, uh, a war, a fight, against those who are paskening lehakal too much, even when it is noita l'adam.